Hello, Justin. Hi, hi Matt. Hi, Matt. Hi, hey. Matt. Uh, hi. It's late. It is. We, it's a late. It's a late night. It's uh yeah ten ten thirty Eastern Standard Time. Yeah. Uh, I'm drinking bathroom sink water, <laughs> in a lemongrass and mint vanilla bottle that was previously in there. It was it was herbal herbal water. Herbal. Oh, so it wasn't the bottle wasn't in the bathroom. It no, was. no. The, this was a previous bottle of water that I had that I went and then just refilled in the sink in the bathroom. So That's respectable. It was previously a a, a herbal herb full <laughs> water herbal water with a lemongrass mint and vanilla. Uh, it's USDA organic as well. So, so you got residual oh, flavor. Yeah, there's a phone. We can keep going though. That's just amateur. Yeah. Whatever. No, I like it versus going. Screw the phone. <laughs> Throw it. Throw it against the wall. <laughs> you know what? I make so much. You know what? Your money I make off this podcast. <laughs> it's my phone going off the wall. <laughs> Buy a new one. I'm going Android. <laughs> I ate a lot of asparagus today. Oh, that's gonna smell great. <laughs> well, it already happened. It was it was powerful. I always wonder if people can smell my asparagus urine. Like across across the urinal. Oh yeah. Like yeah. they either like he ate asparagus or slept with a hooker. <laughs> I don't I don't think that creates the same smells. I don't know. But never had, never had an STD, so I couldn't <laughs> tell you. <laughs> Yeah, humble brag, right? Humble brag, <laughs> ladies. <laughs> it, I don't know that I believe that there's. It, wasn't it that there's people that have the gene that can either produce the smell or not produce it, and that, then is it the same gene is responsible for it, whether or not you can smell it? I think that is true. Yeah, that's it's one of those things that, that would that would kind of prove that. Uh, well, I guess it wouldn't prove, but it would, you know, gen, gen, <laughs> what's the point in that genetic trait? I mean, I don't know. It would just prove that Levi's is in the back pocket of the uh, science industry. Explain. Well, well they're jeans. That's that's uh, all I got for that one. That one that one <laughs> fell flat real early. Uh, yeah. No, I mean, you're, you're just it, getting warmed up. Yeah. Um, but no, like it, you know, some people. It's uh, it's their superhuman powers. They can't smell dirty. <laughs> yeah, I, I don't know. I don't know. How, I think so far we we may have we might we might have like every episode if we've talked about bathrooms, and it's probably all my fault. <laughs> <laughs> we might have missed one in there, but uh, I th- I think we've hit bathrooms on all of them. I try to get my I try to get my kid to eat asparagus by telling him his pee will smell funny. It it kind of works, but he still won't eat it too much <laughs> until he starts. He's like, "Well, I really need to get in there and smell this pee," and then he's <laughs> like aiming at his nose. Well, well, the worst was when he he had it. He liked it when he was still wearing diapers, and ooh, those ooh. those were always weird to change. <laughs> it's like I'm changing an asparagus soaked rag. <laughs> <laughs> That's terrible. <laughs> a little gross. That's really gross. Well, uh, was it Beets? By the way, if do you, do you have you ever eaten Beets? I I've had them in salads. Not by I, not by Dre, but uh, just Beets. The two E's. The two E's. Um, it turns your uh, your stool a beetish color, and when you're yeah. when you're not expecting that, kind of freak out for a second. <laughs> you have that little moment of like I'm. I'm blood right now this isn't good <laughs> i might have to run run to the hospital <laughs> i'll be back i'll be back what's wrong <laughs> beep poop <laughs> that that would be an embarrassing one to find out that, that it was just <laughs> it's like, well the, the doctor comes back in we we just got done examining your poop and um like, uh, we have, you been, have you been buying beets at the farmer's market <laughs> it's that's your problem i think you should just walk and go sir well it's it's beets and you go well i've been feeling kind of tired lately and it's the second one i just missed <laughs> i'm not getting anything tonight you're you're you know aim for the stars or wait aim for the moon and you'll hit a star you'll land upon the wait. stars still you still wanted the moon though yeah you still wanted the moon and then when you go to the stars Probably like an oxycotton addiction then too. 
Well, you would probably die if you hit a star, you know? Like if you were <laughs> if you were flying if you were flying through space, it would be much better to hit the moon. What happens if you hit a black hole? Your your life's gonna be total crap then. Well You're... you might travel through time. You We don't know. You might get a phone booth. I am almost I almost caught up on that show. Dude, I'm like uh I was watching it like not consistently, but I was getting into it and then I I haven't watched for about a week, and I come home, and my girlfriend just finished off all the seasons. <laughs> so, I got to find a new show to get into. I think Bates Motel is going to be my next one. Yeah. And we're, we're talking about uh, Doctor Who, in case in case anyone doesn't know what... Well, and it's not a phone booth. It's a police, police it's, box. It's, well, it's, a, it's, a, it's a TARDIS. Yeah, TARDIS. TARDIS. I, I, I love that show, and I get so sad every time a doctor changes. <laughs> so sad it's like three days of just moping around native american tear out of the one eye <laughs> i i miss i miss my doctor and then even the, the companions get me too i don't mm-hmm. like when they leave i'm just i don't like when people leave it makes me sad <laughs> you're like a puppy <laughs> come back come back so uh the snow is the snow snow is almost gone but um i went i went sled riding with the boy and uh i I, I saw something that I remember from when I was a kid, and now when I look at it, I realize how dumb it is. Um, ramps on sleds. Oh, yeah. I, like, having having been very into skiing for many years, I, I know... I know that the most the most pleasant way to land after leaving the ground is on a steep slope, because it, it doesn't... It's not a sudden jolt. Um, but on sled riding hills... the the kids always build the ramp on the at the bottom of the hill right as it turns flat. And so basically what it becomes is kids daring each other to hit it and going way too fast. And every single kid, as they hit the ramp, they land and it's just, you know, holding their tailbone, screaming into the air. <laughs> as the next kid goes, get out of the way, I'm going to go. And, you know, it's... Well, it's usually a sheet of ice. Like the landing turns into like a sheet of ice. Within three or four turns, too. So you're just you're just asking for trouble. <laughs> yeah. Well, the, the whole runway ends up being just rutted out too. So like the kids are like being bounced off of their sleds and all and all awkward angles before they hit the big ramp at the bottom and then they fall like five feet onto their butt <laughs> and they do it over and over and over again. Well, that's it's... when you you don't have testicles at that point, so <laughs> you have nothing to crush. Yeah. But there's always like uh, the 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 sledding hills are always they're they're always fun. But then there's the one kid that broke his arm or something like that, and then they start just quit doing it. Like there was a good hill where I used to live, where in my old uh, by my old apartment, and they literally put three fences, like one at the top, one at the middle, and one at the bottom, <laughs> so people couldn't go sledding uh, down that hill, which I thought was wow. really interesting. A little overkill, but. Yeah, well, the middle one is nice because kids are dumb. <laughs> they would probably just try to sled ride between the top one and the bottom one. Yeah, yeah. And or you know, use the bottom one as, as something to prop a ramp up against. So then everyone really would get hurt. See, all right. So this kind of I'm gonna kind of curtail this one. But, um, so let's say a kid gets hurt doing the ramp jump. You know. Yeah. There's always gonna be that one uh, that one parent that shuts it down for everybody they'll they'll blame the uh the landowner yeah like when do you become that like do you ever become that parent or is like or is that or is that one of those things where it's just it's naturally in them i i've got to imagine that that comes from that's beforehand you know you're you're like that the kind, the kind of person that thinks everything is everybody else's responsibility or fault it's it's got to be a personality trait, or people just get so blinded thinking that their kids are absolutely perfect that they they can't imagine that their kids would ever do anything dumb. Which Mrs. Johnson, what did you expect? Your son was sledding down a hill at a ramp that goes straight to flat. Uh, he landed on his wrist and he shattered his wrist. You know what do you want us to do about it? We we did not build the ramp. We did not we did not provide the sled. This is a non-sanctioned ramp. <laughs> This does not meet the Olympic standards of our jumping <laughs> criteria. They obviously did not follow our, our our guidelines here for ramp placement or slope recommendations. 
Yeah. yeah I, was, I always remember like getting the wind knocked out of you. Because well, then you would do it with like your friend and you just knock the wind out of each other. <laughs> yeah. yeah both, both of you are on the sled and then you land on top of each other. Yeah. And yeah. 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 It's, yeah. it's pretty amazing the dumb things, you know, you can. Well, you can get away with it. I and mean, that's like, the, you know, you're, you're young and you can get away with everything. At that and age you, too. See, I get worried. I I still I I still kind of have the the problem where I feel like I'm invincible. Do you have that? Like where you can't imagine anything bad happening to you? <laughs> yeah. Uh yeah. Is that is that like a everybody thing? Well, is it just like Well, see, I don't I can imagine nothing ever bad happening to me, but then I imagine something really bad happening to me and then it's like 3 or 4 days of oh my god, I'm going to die. <laughs> So, yeah, I don't. Then I get out of it unscathed. And I'm like, all right, I'm not gonna die. <laughs> yeah, it's weird. Well, I mean, I don't just don't walk in traffic. You know. Um. Yeah. I mean, I guess I am a bit more cautious. You don't do like the. I mean, I was always, I guess, cautious, but you, you don't. You don't. You know, jump out of a a truck going thirty miles an hour yeah, for you're... no apparent reason. You're not mixing speedballs anymore. You've grown up. <laughs> yeah. But see, then, I mean, the, I, then it comes to the point, too. It's like, uh, you when you try to do something like that again, is that when you realize that you're no longer invincible and you're done doing that? And you become like uh, like lazy boy guy, where you're just <laughs> hanging out on a lazy boy. <laughs> on a lazy chair on a lazy we, chair we, we decided they're called lazy chairs lazy chairs like you know like is there is that the point where it's you know like you have you have that moment where you try to revisit a moment of your youth and it fails so you just give up yeah pretty much <laughs> maybe it's better never to try anything from your youth I think I don't know I uh I ate off the kids menu a couple of days ago. That felt pretty good. <laughs> so, were you were you going for portion control? <laughs> I felt like switching up. I wanted four chicken tenders. So, <laughs> got a? Did you get a kids meal? I got it as a side. Oh, so you got you ordered off the kids meal as a side dish, as an appetizer. <laughs> You're like, okay, I want I want this triple cheeseburger, but. Uh, to warm me up, can you bring me this Happy Meal of <laughs> pretty much yeah. chicken tenders and fries? Yeah. That sounds delicious. See, see, you know, it, <laughs> you're, you're an innovator. Um, you know, it's a kids' meal or an appetizer. You, you, your call. But they they look at you weird. It's like I'm not asking for like the the head of a child on the plate. <laughs> I'm just asking for the the child portion. You know, there's nothing weird about about that. Like uh oh, I could all right, I got one. So there's a there's an ice cream place uh, down the street from me. I've taken I've, we've been there before, and I enjoy a a malt. That is my probably my go to ice cream thing. If I go to an ice cream shop, I enjoy um, a malt is like a milkshake, right? It's a, it's a milkshake with malted uh, like it's like a powdering thing in it. So okay. I I enjoy chocolate malt. So I got crazy, and they have a peanut butter milkshake and a chocolate milkshake. So I asked Deborah to make me a chocolate peanut butter milkshake, chocolate peanut butter malt. And she gave this perplexed, like this really per, like perplexed look that I asked her, like, you know, I gave her a long division problem. Let's put it that way. <laughs> so she, she tilts her head a little bit and goes, huh? Like I asked for the secret menu item that no one's ever made before. She's like, so how do I make this? Asking me how to make the chocolate peanut butter. <laughs> so I explained it to her. I'm like, well, just make the chocolate malt and then put peanut butter pumps in it. You know, like use the pumps of peanut butter. Once again, still not grasping this concept. She's like, okay. So she starts making it. And me being the inner fat child that I am, starts sweating that she's going to screw up my malt. <laughs> and like, I'm watching her diligently. And she hands it to me. And I'm like, oh, you didn't put any malt in it. And she laughed. She goes, oh, ha, ha, ha. Maybe next time. I'm like, no, no, no. You can put it in still. <laughs> and she looks at me like, you fat. <laughs> so I hand her the milkshake back. And she adds the malt. And she's still like really not sure of how to do it. 
And uh, so this thing ends up giving, she ends up handing me two cups of milkshakes because it kind of overflows. She kind of just dumped half of it into a cup and another half of it into another cup. So, uh, yeah. Um, I don't know where I'm going with this. I just want to tell that story. We were, <laughs> so, we were, we were somewhere. We were was, somewhere. It, was it Deborah's uh, first day on the job? I don't know, but Deborah had crazy eyes. <laughs> Deborah, was a, Deborah looked like a girl that you just didn't want to get involved with because she might carve your name into her chest <laughs> and be on your front lawn. Hopefully Deborah, no, Deborah is her real name actually. Like it is. It, it's, it's, it's a thing that me and the lady have now that go, we go, is like if something screws something's up, we go, Deborah, you're screwing it up again. <laughs> and so we, that's like our saying now for uh, people that are f***ing our lives up. They're Deborah. 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 I just didn't, uh, Yeah. It's where what was the what was the topic we were on even with that? That we're uh, we're talking about uh we went from we went from sledding, so sledding to snow. All right, so that's a, there's a connection. Snow's cold, <laughs> ice cream's cold. Yeah, I don't know. Being invincible. Justin being a fat. Oh, you were talking about yeah making kids meal as an appetizer. Oh, there we go. That was what we were yeah. talking about. So yeah. So, have you have you ever ordered an appetizer and then afterwards thought it was something that you needed? What do you mean, like mac? Like, and, like, like <laughs> I have these mac and cheese bites. Yeah, well, pretty much any time you order an appetizer, by the time your your actual meal comes around, and like, I pretty much always regret having eaten something before the meal. It it's depends. Like, I, I didn't need that. I'm I am over full now. Well, and I, I never like as a kid we never got appetizers because I was like a rich people thing, you know. Like, you just don't get the apps. You, you don't get the apps inserts. Yeah, you don't get the apps inserts. <laughs> <laughs> you get the meal and then you leave, unless it was friendlies. <laughs> then the ice cream was free, and you get a fribble. <laughs> uh, that yeah. was not shrimp at, at Friendly's. I'm not, I'm not really sure what that fried ball of it was, white meat was, but that was not shrimp. Yeah, well, they had shrimp and they had clams. I used to love the fried clams. Which yeah, I was always afraid of the clams. I should have been too. But the, the, the clams the clams look like something from SpongeBob, now that I'm thinking about it. <laughs> well, they were little fried things. You know, just like fried sticks. Yeah, probably was, not. I'm going to say that, that was imitation clam. <laughs> yeah, well, the shrimp... I mean, I don't, I don't understand. It, they were, they were like all perfect little balls, all uniform in shape and size. <laughs> I mean, they, if they were real shrimp, they were, they were clone factory shrimp. Oh yeah, they were. Uh, what was the goat's name? I forget the goat's name. They cloned a goat. A goat. But they they cloned a goat. Sheep. A sheep. Okay, sorry, sorry, sorry. <laughs> uh, excuse me, um, Mister Genealogy over here. <laughs> Corrected me on my goats and sheep. <laughs> uh, but yeah, friendlies, man. I used to love friendlies. I remember that was the first time uh, when I got embarrassed about my parents in front of a girl. Like, they were, this girl that was in my class was sitting like two booths the other side. And my mom was being a crazy Italian lady. And, uh, <laughs> I'm like, mom, just shut up. I was like in seventh grade. I think it was like seventh or eighth grade. Seventh grade probably. And they like that was probably the worst thing. Like that was at the point that then when you like didn't tell your parents to shut up. Well, man, I don't, I don't know that that's ever okay. Well, <laughs> I mean, there was a point where for me, like it went from like no swearing at all to like just instant. Like, <laughs> I mean, I'm, I'm sailing in front of my parents now, but um. Yeah, like that was uh, that's my like main remembrance of friendlies is going, mom, just can you just shut up? And her just looking at me like, oh, oh, oh I'm going to make you even more embarrassed now. <laughs> it's over. It's yeah, like <laughs> her eyes lit up like jackpot. <laughs> like you're not socially awkward enough yet at school. Let me let me help you out there, and be the crazy, be the weird kid with the crazy mom. Thanks. So yeah. That's my friendlies. <laughs> I got I got pretty lucky. My my mom, well, it's mostly my mom, but the, she would she was very okay with just dropping me off at a place and then 
letting me do whatever I was going to do and then leave. <laughs> I didn't I didn't have to be a, I didn't I didn't I didn't have that problem. Mom, keep the car running. <laughs> I'm going to come running out. You don't ask questions. I'm going to jump in the back seat. You take off. You take you take route 11 the whole way. <laughs> but your mom really? your mom was there. You could never we, no matter what we did, your mom yelled at me once. And it was because we were being stupid and she just worked a midnight shift. <laughs> yeah, she was pretty easy going. Yeah. Your mom, I love your mom. You can't, There's nothing that woman can do that's that's wrong. Yeah. Heart of, heart of gold. She's a good woman. She's a good woman. She put up with our... <laughs> Man, I am going to have to edit this one a lot. Are you really? Am I swearing a lot? <laughs> yes, yes. I'm trying not to. I'm trying you, to. I know. I was going to say, you just said earlier this week that you were going to try to swear less. I was and... trying to. I, I feel like I am swearing less. <laughs> well, right. from here we'll on see. out. From here on out. <laughs> setting setting from, a new course. From 2206 on, zero swearing. <laughs> was it, I, I wonder. So it's basically I just kind of zero them out, you know. They, they just like the, your sound drops out when I cut them out. Like, I wonder if that's worse. Like people are just like it's like fill in your own word to try to figure out why I blinked it out. <laughs> what Uncle Justin is swearing about? <laughs> yeah. <sighs> but um, I found out that uh, basically I get to choose whether or not I mark it as explicit. Well, uh, in case some kids are listening, let's keep yeah. it clean. You know. Well, yeah, I mean, yeah. Yeah, I, I think it's good. I think it's... I like to keep it clean. Yeah, they could look at you and go, that is a man that has a vocabulary that doesn't need swear words. <laughs> and they could look at me and go, there is a kid that had a .2 GPA and failed English. He needs to use swear words all the time. You're, you're, a, you're a turnaround story. I'm a turn- you, came, you came back. You're. Oh, I watched Rocky. This Rocky was on the other night. I was pretty psyched about that. Uh, which one the first one for one two i think it was one two and three in that night amc was running the uh, rocky marathon the did rock the rockathon as i like to <laughs> did you make it the whole way through uh yes i made it through two i fell asleep through three three is when it starts getting bad three is the downfall of rocky clubber Ooh, lang clubber lang mr t okay i was gonna say is that the one where mr t showed up yeah it like it turned like the first Rocky was this awesome movie of like it was like an a true independent movie. He funded a, like you know they wore their own clothes and all that stuff, and it was a good storyline. And then you see the money start creeping into the second one, and like somebody else started being involved in the writing, going, "Hey, you know what we need to do? Kids would love this." And then three is, "Hey, you know what the kids love? Mr. T." <laughs> and then four is, "You know who we hate? The Russians." <laughs> Five. You know it'll make a really cool montage? Fighting in the snow. <laughs> Rocky, Training in the snow. Running through the snow with a log, and then the <laughs> Russians shooting steroids up. That was the biggest piece of propaganda ever. Perfect <laughs> Cold War movie. Yeah. Well, we had to fight the Cold War we, somehow. We did, and it was, with, it was with an Italian man from Philadelphia. Yeah. Who has a statue there. That's in front yeah, of a I museum. Was, I was sad that, when I, that they, had, they had to move it. Yeah, yeah, because it was in front of the Spectrum, I think. Was... Well, well, they, it was, it, the reason that I heard was it was too high. Like, it was higher than some, like, you know, more uh, prestigious statues, and that, that meant that it was in a position of more respect than the other one, since it was higher. So they had to move it to a lower location, because Rocky was apparently less important than some man riding a steed i think it was benjamin is that thomas jefferson benjamin franklin i don't know i probably just insulted some very important uh, historical figure that i don't know what i'm talking about come on it's philadelphia who cares (laughs) i like philadelphia so i haven't been there forever so do i that was one of my favorite cities i liked it it was the first time we ever met any like real gutter punks and then well yeah because that's before we lived in pittsburgh yeah, so you're right. Can, can there be real gutter bunks in Pittsburgh? Dude, I'm... yes. You know what? We, we might you, we might want to watch where we walk on this one because I guess Pittsburgh is like a gutter punk hub. Oh, really? Yeah. Huh. Hmm. They, used, hmm. they sat on the wall. I remember we'd go skate down there and they'd be sitting on that wall by uh, like where Duquesne and Pitt met kind of. There was that wall, like that marble wall. Okay. And that was like the hangout. Huh. Yeah. 
Yeah. I guess it's one of those things where if you're too close to it, you don't you don't have the respect for it it deserves. Yeah. But we didn't we did meet our first gutter punks in Philadelphia. Yeah. She didn't wear shoes. I remember she her reasoning was I used to skateboard but I, I lost my shoes. <laughs> yeah, it was it, it the whole uh like being intentionally homeless is is something I can't understand. It seems fun. Like actually the the whole thing of gutter punk the train jumping seems fun to me. Like it'd be fun to be a train jumper. But I then, didn't know about the train jumping. So are gutter punks like modern day hobos? Yeah, uh, uh, that's a perfect example. They are modern okay. day hobos. Wow. Do they have like the hobo code where someone writes in chalk in front of a building? Do they use that? <laughs> I don't know. I don't know what that is. <laughs> <laughs> the hobo code, they would like write, um, they would put signals like in front of people's houses, like whether or not that person was, you know, like what kind of story to say. Like if you like, gave this person a hard luck story the hobo would uh um or yeah the the sign would say give this person a hard luck story and they will feed you or you know this person pays good for a day's work or don't go here they're mean um so they had like all these like weird these weird drawings and symbols that they would put in front of houses or buildings that would let other hobos know if it was a a good or bad place i guess there were symbols like if uh if they pulled a pulled a fast one on somebody there, uh. they would say, "Don't, don't do that to this person because they're already going to be mad that I did it to them, <laughs> and you're going to get caught." Don't steal they their were, don't steal their coins. <laughs> so they were the hobos were honorable amongst each other, I guess, but not elsewhere. There's a little bit of that in Mad Men. They kind of get into the the hobo code. You watch that show? Uh, no. I tried to get into it a couple times, and it just didn't... I didn't get it. I, di- I got it, but I didn't get into it. <laughs> Probably the single best scene in that whole show, and do well... I don't know if I should say it in case people... Well, okay, if, if you ever plan on watching Mad Men and you don't want anything to be ruined, don't listen. Skip, like, the next 30 seconds. But, um... So, <laughs> there's a scene in there where they... Uh, 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 one of the secretaries is driving a lawnmower around inside of the inside of the office, and like everybody's drinking, having a good time, and suddenly she runs over somebody's foot. <laughs> so in the party, you just see like the entire crowd splattered with blood, <laughs> and and this guy just like freaking out because his foot got cut off. Um, it was like horrific but hilarious because it came out of nowhere. Like there was no lead up to it all. You just see a lawnmower take off across the screen, and then. Just everybody gets splattered with blood and is screaming. It was, wait, I, I watched it when it happened. My wife and I watched it like over and over again. Just see like what just happened. This is insane. <laughs> Johnson, your foot. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that that was that's that's the best scene from from that show. I think. Yeah, I'm trying to think. Of, I, I saw like an episode where they're trying to sell Honda motorcycles. That's like one of the only episodes I remember. It it's a good show. Like the the characters are pretty interesting and it's pretty well done, but at the same time it doesn't a lot of times it doesn't feel like it goes anywhere. And then they have the most inscrutable cut scenes from the next episode at the end. It's like you cut to each character saying like three words and then you cut to the next one and I don't think I've ever watched it and had any clue what was coming next. <laughs> Well, see, I think I think I was watching Breaking Bad and Walking Dead at this point, and it didn't. I don't know. It didn't hold up to those for me, so that's why I just kind of. I I still get sad that Breaking Bad is done. I know. I want to go back. I'm going back and rewatching. I think you, yeah. you you told me you were doing that, right? Well, I did before the second half of the last season came out. I went back and started over again. And it was every bit as addicting as it was the first time through. I had, you know, you, you have a while off and you kind of, you know, need to be reminded of everything that happened. So I went, I, I couldn't stop. Like I would be up to like three in the morning because <laughs> I wanted to watch one more episode just to be reminded of what happened. And today I, I, I went to the dentist today and the the hygienist was talking to me about, um, about watching Breaking Bad and she's not done yet. Um, well, and then conversations with a dental hygienist are 
are very <laughs> complicated because they, you know, they get to talk to you for as long as they want while they've got, you know, the sharp metal in your mouth and you're just sitting there like, uh-huh, 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 uh-huh. <laughs> and then, uh, then you finally like get a second and you say, yeah, and then this one thing and then you're done and then they get to talk for the rest of the time. So you don't really get to have a good conversation, but she was, she was talking about Breaking Bad and I was, I was jealous because... It would be fun to experience that again. <laughs> yeah, I think that's a show that just—that's one of them that just made. I don't know. It, I'm glad it ended when it ended, and I liked how it ended. And I feel like there's nothing really wrong with that show. No, there isn't. There's the occasional cockamamie, but it's uh, yeah, cockamamies everywhere. Cockamamies. <laughs> it's a good word though, cockamamie. Uh, so I think I'm, I'm gonna bring up a little tech. Have you had any issues, dude? My iPhone is crashing like crazy. Uh, no, I haven't had that, dude. Mine is just not, not, not wanting to play, not wanting to cooperate with me. It's just crashing like crazy. I don't know why. Maybe it's time I get a new one. I thought you got a new one. I did. Oh, <laughs> well, that's right. All the podcast money. All the podcast you money. Just, you I just did, throw it I against did the just wall. Break it against the wall. No, <laughs> Maybe that's why I need a new one. <laughs> why well, isn't working? The screen's cracked. <laughs> yeah, I've been I've been fortunate with mine. I've never no. broken an iPhone. I need to get I need to get a car now too that has the CarPlay. I think that's my next goal. Upgrade your car to match your phone. Yeah. I haven't really heard of this. I, I, I like saw the blurbs that it happened, but I didn't really. Yeah. I mean, I looked a little bit into it. You need like a Ferrari or a Volvo. <laughs> Volvo. No, that's, that's a different thing. That's a, you can't drive one of those? <laughs> no. No, you can't. It's European. <laughs> so I was watching uh, Pawn Stars today. Okay. I was flipping through the channels while I was eating dinner, and uh, they had the guy, a guy who had Jimmy, Hen- one of Jimi Hendrix's, Jimi Hendrix's guitars on, and he wanted seven hundred fifty thousand dollars for it. Did they? Well, they probably don't have that kind of money, do they? I think they do, but he declined him. Oh, he's like, yeah, I'll give you six hundred thousand for it. I'm like, it's <laughs> a lot of money. Yeah. Oh, I done it. Six hundred thousand. Like that's like. Do you do you ever play these games like where you like you come up with a, like a scenario and you go, okay, how much? You know, you ever do that? Like, do you mm. and your wife ever do that? Like, if you're driving, like, how I much can't. would it, how much would it cost for you to do this? No, we we haven't. Like, would would you stick your hand in a, in a hot pan for for two hundred fifty dollars? <laughs> would you? It depends. Probably not. <laughs> There's always, there's always a stipulation. Okay, like industry talk. Okay, I'm not gonna, I'm not gonna get into like certain kinds of industry talk. Oh, get into but, it. Well, no, just words, words that come up in an industry that basically, if you're not involved closely with it, they don't make any sense. I think. Like, did you? So you brought this. I remember we talked about this before. But I think stack was one of them. Is that correct? That you were no, talking deck. 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 Okay, deck. Yeah. That. They use that at my current my current uh, job. Somebody used that, and I knew what they were talking about, and I started laughing because the only reason <laughs> I knew about it was because of you. Yeah. Well, I, I had a, I had a I was working at this place for about a month, and I had heard the word deck flying around. You know, send me the deck. Let me see the deck. And I'm trying to save face and deciding I'm not going to ask what a deck is. And I luckily I didn't need it yet. So like after about a month. I finally needed to know what it was. And someone said, yeah, let me send you the deck. And uh, what they sent me was a PowerPoint presentation. What did you say? Did you say, like, hey, can you send me the deck? No, see, they, they, said, they said, here, well, uh, <clears throat> I guess I didn't need to know it. But what happened was somebody said, let me send you the deck. And you can, you know, give me a quote or estimate or whatever. And uh, I said, okay, I don't know. What, what am I going to need to use to open a deck? I don't know what this is. Um, so they sent it to me and it's a PDF that is basically a PDF made of uh, <laughs> made out of slides from a PowerPoint. So then I, w- once I learned after a month of not knowing what it was, I spent about a month being angry about 
somebody calling a PowerPoint presentation a deck. And then like like that kind of thing. And a lot of this stuff is just, I, I swear somebody makes up and just says it so much that the people around them get afraid that if they don't use those words, they're going to sound dumb. <laughs> now, it's always tempting to like go into like situations and try making up new terminology to see if anybody <laughs> tries to stop or correct you. You're throwing it out there to see if it can get picked up? Yeah. Yeah. I, no, yeah. I, 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 this happens, I think it happens a lot. And it's I love it because it's almost like if you're you're in a meeting, people will just repeat the same thing, but with these like phrase words in there, like these yeah. catch words in there, and it make you just want to go. You realize you just made no sense to me, correct? <laughs> like we just get that one out of the way. Like five of those words you just made up, and I can kind of figure it out by context. But high engagement you, you availability, high engagement availability, Matt. Yeah, high engagement availability. We need these. We need this to be responsive. Web two point <laughs> and um. If we could break it down so that it's, uh, you know, content is content is key, I think. And if we could just <laughs> really push this out uh, at a high level, at about twenty thousand feet, then uh, we'll be good to go. <laughs> yeah. Well, it's, I, the altitude things I never understand. They're like, you know, you got to look at it from like twenty thousand feet. I'm like, what What does that mean? That's high. I don't know. <laughs> Is that different than is that different than uh, forty thousand feet? Which <laughs> where do I need to look at it from? Wait, so it's so forty thousand. It's like so, but forty thousand feet. We're we're pretty high up there. Uh, so, am, I, am I getting a meal? Okay. Am I getting a? Am I getting an what's, what's visibility like? Can I see the ground? <laughs> Are there clouds? I don't. I need any more clues. Or um, there should be a general rule that. In any meeting or conversation, if you are going to use an acronym, just like in formal writing, the first time you say the word and then say, and from now on, I'm going to refer to it as this, you know, like that, that should be, that should be a part of speech because there's, there's been so many times I've, I've gone like 20 minutes into a conversation and heard the same acronym like five times and not understood what they were talking about and then. Oh, he's going to be like, hold up, somebody tell me what this means. Because I don't know. The, the one place I worked at, they had something called Razorblade. And it, there was actually an <laughs> HR memo that nixed that because they said it wasn't, uh, it was a weapon. <laughs> okay. Yeah, I thought that was pretty funny. Was it? Was that like a, uh, like synonymous with cutting edge? I think so. Who knows? Like somebody, somebody told them that cutting edge was not a cool word to say. So they're like, okay, uh, Razorblade. But kids kill themselves with these things. I know. Tragic. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Uh, I just don't. I, I, I'm at the point now. I go. I no clue. I just say I have no clue what you're talking about. Yeah. I think that's my. That's like my favorite thing to do now. Like, do you know this? Like, nope, no clue. <laughs> and then go. I can figure it out. But it's it's always funny to just sit back and when you say like when they go, do you know this? And you go, I don't know. But then I would, you always follow it up with like, but we could figure it out. The initial I don't know, people are just like, oh my god. <laughs> you you admitted you admitted you can't admit. Yeah. Make up make up an acronym. <laughs> oh well, say the, a uh, word. <laughs> what we like to hear is the uh, the tent method. That's uh, <laughs> yeah. We take it. Dude, I love the tent method. We take it. We execute. <laughs> we uh, next level it, and then we talk about it. We can't. We canvas flap it. We can- <laughs> the tent method has a lot of canvas flapping. Tent- <laughs> it's you always, you never, you never want to canvas flap um, upstream. You always canvas flapping is always downstream, <laughs> and uh, you want to waterfall it because it, you're camping. You want to camp upstream of the waterfall, and yeah. Once pigeon, we get pigeon toes, pigeon toe it. Once, once we once we get past the. The, the salmon part of the project that means we're trying to swim upstream to get our ideas out there <laughs> then we set up camp and we start tenting <laughs> I, think, I think we just started a business I think we did too we, we may have we may have entered into some kind of verbal contract with each other can we tie this into base camp tenting in base camp can we make this a plug in in base camp I mean, we, we could try I think we should call up, was it Jason Freed? Fried? 
he's always he's always looking for he's for up front. Hot, he's not new ideas. He's an idea man. Yeah, Jason. It's called tenting, kind of like docking, <laughs> but more productive. Yeah, we, we've already got we've got more terms. We can you know we've, we've worked out canvas flapping, um, salmon the salmon the salmon phase. Yeah, get a whole a whole outdoors outdoorsy theme. Gonna change. We're gonna we can write a business book. That'd be great. In indiscretion, we I do I do like thirty seven signals though. I I enjoy his stuff. So I'm not we're not just making fun of him. No, it's you know it's successful and we know about it. Yeah, and we're ho- hopefully most people know about it too. Please Man. please don't sue us, Jason. <laughs> yeah, sponsor sponsor us <laughs> sponsor us. We'll tell people about your wonderful product. We'll rework this podcast. <laughs> Wink. <laughs> He's probably just sitting his head shaking, going, No way I'm giving these that's money. <laughs> there's no there's no way he's ever gonna listen to it. That'd be kinda of funny if he did though. Yeah. He's in his spare time he surfs he surfs <laughs> iTunes just looking for random podcasts. <laughs> Man, he's got a he's got a bot that anytime the word base camp is uttered, he gets to hear. <laughs> we get a cease and desist. Yeah. Uh, I really want coffee today. I'm gonna find a podcast on coffee. They're making fun of me. <laughs> We're not. We're not though. We're not at all. <laughs> I do like the. Uh, uh, I don't know what I like. You <laughs> I know, like what? lots of things. I like lots of things. I, I had, some, I had a cherry coke. I'm not a big pop guy, but I had a cherry coke zero, and that shit was delicious. This yeah. is how boring it's getting. I'm talking about my cherry coke. Um, what else? What I've else? got I've, I've got an announcement. Okay, I'm going to be a little league baseball coach. What? I got really nervous for a second. <laughs> I thought you were going to say you were having another kid. No, no, I'm going to be a baseball coach. Are you nervous? Very okay. This is this is great. Oh man, <laughs> I have so many scenarios for you and so many questions. First off, are you the only? Are you like the head coach, or are you an assistant coach? I, I am the head coach. Whoa! How did you get this? Um. Well, it, it was a very selective process. Basically, they sent out an email saying I had signed up to be. Uh, and I said, "Hey, I will be an assistant coach." And they sent out an email saying we had we had more interest than we have in previous years, and we need more coaches. So me, being the sucker that I am, said I'll be a head baseball coach. Wait, wait a second. So they've had more interest in what was they've it? had more more kids sign up than usual. Oh, okay, so okay. Needed, I thought more, more. I thought more interest in the coaching positions. No. Okay. No. Proceed. No, I am. I was not an elite pick at all. It was a. You're so, I mean, it, it's not like, you know, it's a four to five-year-old baseball league. You're, you're the Walter Matthau of this league then. You're the <laughs> underdog. Yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm excited and nervous. My, my main nervousness comes from, well, one, I'm awful at names. So I'm going to have to come up with, with nicknames for all these kids. <laughs> I'm going to call you on, puke stain. <laughs> based on traits that I can distinguish. Just, like, hey, you blonde kid, <laughs> go play left field. Or uh, you red shoelaces, <laughs> go out there and you're on second base. Is this is this coach pitch or t-ball? I I am still a little unclear. <laughs> I we signed up like my kid. My kid's never had a tee. He's like we've always just pitched him the ball and he's hit it. All right, good. He, he's he's uh, good at that. So we're we're a little afraid that like you know giving him the tea. I mean I don't think it's like the tea will set him back at all. I think it probably would still continue to help, but I think it would be more fun to hit pitches. Yeah, <laughs> I know what that sounded yeah, like. We just don't talk about it. Yeah. <laughs> Sorry, it's the Tupac League. <laughs> but uh, yeah, so it. But when I when I called about the coaching, they mentioned about providing a tee for the team. So, but basically, it's going to be me and a bunch of four and five year olds, you know, just trying to like make sure that they have a good time. But okay, so this the first fear is the names, and the second fear is generally when I'm around a group of kids, especially kids with 
weapons such as bats and balls i don't know how it happens but i always end up getting beat up by all the kids i mean not like you know not like physically taken down but we always end up (laughs) mock fighting and then you know i always get hit with a stick or (laughs) you know a baton or whatever other things the kids have that they want to pretend are weapons so i'm going to have you know like 10 to 12 kids with balls and bats in their hands and am i am I'm I'm afraid I'm going to get mauled. <laughs> well, I think I think that should be the least of your worry. <laughs> I I'm I'm fairly positive that the parents are going to be the hardest part okay, of Okay, that, that that's where I wanted to get to was how are you going to take the passive aggressive parents? <laughs> well, uh, a, this, a scenario that has happened recently that made me even more nervous about this. Um so right now my my kid is playing in a basketball league at the Y. Okay. And though I guess I'm going to use the word playing very loosely there because most of them have absolutely no idea what they're doing. They're just throwing so a ball. They, they're throwing a ball. They want to get the ball so they can throw it into the hoop. They don't really register that the other people are on their team. Um, they don't, or if they do, they don't register that they are there to help them. Okay. They're just there wearing the same color shirt and they had a few practices. And so basically the coaches are on the field or on the court and, you know, like saying, pass the ball in, you know, the, the, the refs are there. Is that what it's called in basketball? A yeah. Ref? Yeah. Refs. You're, so you're, you're a referee. The referee. They're, they're there. They're kind of telling the kids what to do. So basically what happens is one kid has to pass the ball in, um, which does, sometimes does not work. <laughs> you know, the, the ball will bounce off the, the guy who they're passing it's two toes or you know they'll, they'll bounce it and the kid won't catch it or won't be paying attention or there won't be anybody there to catch it but and so then the, the kid will try to dribble briefly pick the ball up run it towards the hoop and try to make a shot well the first game the there was a coach that had a couple kids that were actually pretty good at basketball and he was encouraging um, well, in this league, they're not allowed to steal. Okay. And like basically the one team gets the ball for a certain amount of seconds to try to make a basket and then they pass it back. This coach was encouraging his team to steal the ball, was like proud of it, proud of the boys whenever they were like breaking the rules and being mean to the other team that had no idea what they were doing. They were just basically standing there. <laughs> and oh, like both my wife and I were watching this coach like, what is going on? Like these, they're four and five year old kids. Like, well, how can you possibly be so competitive about that? So I'm, I'm afraid of either having that kind of parent on my team or going against other coaches that are like that. Cause our coach was just pretty much, he, he had checked out, which was even worse. <laughs> like he, he was kind of just standing, like he was, I think he was overwhelmed by the other coach and he was just kind of like, I'm not even going to go up there. He's just sitting there drinking is... a scotch. Like, I don't even know what to do anymore. <laughs> it's like, I can't believe this is happening. And I'm just not going, I'm going to pretend it's not happening. But yeah, so I'm that, that has made me nervous about like, what am I going to come up against? See, I'm more worried. I'd be more concerned about the, I want to get back to the basketball dad real quick. Cause it's the basketball coach guy real quick. Was he, was he like okay. younger guy or like, no, he was, uh, he, he looked like he had about 15 years on me. Okay. So. Which yeah. is weird because that would mean his kid is the same as mine. I don't know. Maybe he Dude, wasn't that much older than me. That's just, I find that so, that's such a weird thing. Like, I want to know the mental process going in. Like, I understand competition. I understand that. But like, it's like a, the people that go, I hate to lose. People like, I hate when people say that. Like, I hate to lose. Well, everybody hates to lose. <laughs> Listen, I don't know. It's that it's that weird, like, I'm just waiting for you to have to deal with, like, the passive-aggressive dad that thinks it sounds like Derek Jeter. <laughs> and, uh, yeah. oh, you know what? I do. I have it. I could come help. I could come be an assistant coach. I could be, like, a special advisor to you. <laughs> and you'd be like, who's he? He'd be like, well, he's the guy I do my podcast with, and we need a bit. <laughs> So he's gonna sit here and coach, all right? He's a no, yeah. he's a no nonsense kind of guy that, that we're, swears we're a do, lot. We'll do a good cop, bad cop angle on it. Yeah. <laughs> I'm throwing Gatorade bottles everywhere, <laughs> kids. Catch the ball. Listen, Chris, uh, 
Coach Justin's really going to want to beat your face with this bat. Uh, you got to feel this ball. Just do it for me. Do it for Coach Matt. <laughs> Chris, you're up. <laughs> Catch the ball. <laughs> I think we'd be the worst baseball coaches ever, actually. I think it would turn into us just throwing bats. Like everybody just, like you said, kids just running around chasing those bats. <laughs> yeah. Like, okay. And this is the part of the practice where we're going to fight. I think, I think I'm, I'm looking forward to, I mean, I think it's going to be fun. I, I like kids. My, my wife is going to, uh, going to assist. So, you know, she's her her job is dealing with kids on a daily basis. So there you go. With her help. I think, I think it's going to go pretty smoothly, but, yeah. See, that's the thing. I'm, that's the the one thing I'm worried about. When I have kids, I don't want to deal with. I don't want to deal with other parents. I just that's like my worst fear of having a kid. It's not the kid being sick or like pooping. It's <laughs> it's other parents. I feel like that is like my my uh, the thing I'm worried the most about. Because yeah. you have like like for some people you have like a giant age difference. You know, like some parents like kids parents. You know. Like, there might be a kid that's, like, 22, and I'll be, like, 33, you know? Yeah. And it's like, you're a child to me. Yeah, what's what... It, it seems like, cause now that you're... I mean, you're not that much younger than me. And, like, when we had our kid, we were about the same age as most people that were having their first kid at the same time. Yeah. You know, we were we were a little bit late. You know, a lot of... A lot of people already had their had their first kid when we had our first. Well, one. I think like, national average. You're 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 kind of you're still early with national average. Yeah, yeah. That's it, it's getting later and later. Yeah, but, yeah. But th- and there's always like there are still some parents, and you know we've got some friends that are probably five or six years older than us that their kids are the same age, and you know. But there's it. It seems harder on the moms. I think it seems like there's a bit more. Like almost competition there, which is strange. <laughs> Do you have the most kids, or <clears throat> no? Like just in terms of like who is who is doing what with their kids? Like oh, God. you know, like the whole like I'm homeschooling and I'm you know doing all this. You know, my 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 kids never had never had any sugar. My kid only watches eight minutes of TV a week. He eats all and... organic raw milk. <laughs> yeah, he's never. He's never he's never had any grain or he's never uh you know Yeah, you know, like and then there's all that stuff and it, it seems that seems harder on the moms like well they're they're women they hate each other <laughs> like women instinctively hate each other if you ever go no matter where you're at like if you go next time you go into a store just look at the interactions between women, like the just the visual interactions, and you'll be like, "Wow, you you are you are a spiteful race." <laughs> like you walk like a uh, like I forget where we're walking. I think we were walking into uh, Dick's, and the girl at the door greeted us and like looked my girlfriend up and down like twice. You know, it's like you are like everywhere. Like everywhere, if you notice, if you look around, girls do that to each other. They look each other up and down all the time. It's like the hey, like hey. <laughs> Like, it's weird. Yeah, I was we were, was having that. My my wife asked me um on Sunday. She said, "Do you think it's harder being a a you know a girl or a guy?" Uh, my my first reaction was, I think like now I think it's easier being a guy. But in high school, I thought it was easy. I thought it would have been easier to be a girl. But now looking back, I realized that it was just because I had a really hard time getting a date. Then I that I thought that the girls had all the power, <laughs> but then you realize they're all spiteful people, and, <laughs> well, and will tear each other down to like bulimic levels, like to make another girl have an eating disorder. They'll make fun of that eating disorder, and then they'll make fun of that girl's parents because they only have macaroni and cheese. <laughs> yeah, like for you know, for me, it's you know now that you know I still like you know I, I try to I try to look nice for my wife. But, you know, since, since I'm married and, you know, like, I don't, I don't, doesn't matter to me what anyone else thinks. Yeah. About what I look like. Like, as long as she's happy, then that's, you know, it's good enough for me. <laughs> well, you got to keep, you know, you got to keep the, uh, 
the appearance up. You know, you don't want to. Yeah. You don't want to let yourself slip away. You don't want to. No, yeah, I'm not like I'm not like walking around in you know tidy whiteys and a wife beater. Yeah. You know, you don't, you can't. You got to watch out for the dad jeans. That's when you like. <laughs> that's when the uh, that's when it transitions like those like light stonewash jeans. You know. Yeah. And you start tucking your t-shirts in. <laughs> that's when you got to start. How is when is that ever a good look? Never, never. I mean, there's I mean there are shirts that are made to be tucked in, but. A t-shirt is not one of them. No, I think James Dean did it. He, he pulled it off. Maybe the Fonz. I think well, the Fonz tucked his shirt into his jeans. Yeah. But he's the Fonz. I guess that's a, that's a look. And maybe maybe just like the plain white under t-shirt would look better tucked in. I don't know. I don't know. Nah, I'm not a fan of tucking shirts in in general. Yeah. Uh, business. A- well, well uh, that's I guess that's the thing, like, there's a, I have a running joke with my one friend that it's always like what, like we would have these like sales meetings, like this conferences things. And like, it's like real ones? Like real ones. you guys made up? No, real ones. These are like, okay. this is like the, the company we worked at with my friend. Okay. Uh, we, me, me and him would be there and we're like, what do you think? He's like, what do you think they're talking about? Like, I go, what do you think they're talking about? And he goes, they're talking about their golf shirts right now. Bob, that's a nice golf shirt right there. It's Wix. He goes, wow, yours Wix. Mine, mine Wix as well. He's like, I can't wait to go golfing this weekend. <laughs> how much, how much sweating do you do while golfing? But here's the thing: how much Is sweating, the- how much sweating do you do at a sales conference where you need a wicking T-shirt? <laughs> like the amount of Under Armour shirts and like Nike golf shirts there was ridiculous. You do not sweat that much. <laughs> I guess maybe if you had been like pounding the coffee in. <laughs> <laughs> and then you have like Indian food for lunch, maybe. Oh, that'd be terrible. <laughs> What's the thing that like uh I'm always now self or su- self like super self conscious about my breath now. I've always have been. But now like every time I finish a cup of coffee at work, like I'll drink one cup, like I'll get to work. Uh, I need to chew gum like right afterwards. Yeah, I've I've had to switch. I can't chew gum anymore because of my fake tooth. So now I'm like I'm just like pounding mints. And I'm true, and, and the mint, like mints don't last very long. So well, I'm well, mints turn I'm, into candy for me. Yeah, that's pretty much the problem too. Like, like it, I'll go through a tin of Altoids in like three days, or or like two if if I have to drive anywhere far. Yeah, I try to leave them in my car so I'm not just eating them all the time. But Remember that banaka spray. Yes, that was stupid. <laughs> that was literally useless. <laughs> It was, you know, it, it worked when you had a hot date in high school. Or the, uh, remember the, the stuff that looked like eyedroppers? You put, put it on your tongue? Yeah, that's I remember the, that stuff. Yeah. They, do they still make like those breath strips? I don't know. Those have to cause cancer in some way. <laughs> like those cannot be good for us. Well, I, I think they've even shown that like the mouthwash isn't really good for you. I think... I think basically you really don't want to kill all the bacteria in any part of your body. Well, there's the thing I've I've heard of, of people that don't they they say that if you eat the certain diet you don't need to brush your teeth. I just think I, they're I think they're hippies. <laughs> well, they are definitely hippies. Um, I I could see if you ate if you never ate any type of sugar, then you probably wouldn't really need to brush your teeth. Or, you know, if you if you had a combination of not eating sugar and then you also would occasionally gnaw on tree branches, that would probably take care of most of your dental needs. But, I mean, you know, there there's like a point where you're like, I'm trying to live like a prehistoric man or it's like, but yeah, you're not a prehistoric man. We have, we have all these uh, benefits so, that are obviously making us better. So use them. Uh, so yesterday I like to have like, you know, a couple of cheat meals during the week, like one or two. That That's how you know you're old. Yeah. When you refer to cheat meals. Yeah. But, uh, I came home and I'm like, you know what? I want French toast. I want French toast right now for dinner. So there's a bread place down the street from us that we wouldn't got bread from like a French, we got French bread because we're sitting in there. We're like, what kind of bread would you get? And my girlfriend likes to she goes, I think we should go with a French bread because it is French toast. And I'm like, that's a genius idea. <laughs> We're gonna go with the, with the rustic Italian, but I'm glad we didn't. You want for for a good French toast, you just want like a hard crusty Dude, bread. This was hard, like hard and crusty, hard and crusty, like my punks. <laughs> uh, but no, dude, this like this was like probably some of the best French toast I've ever had. And I was saying, I'm like, you know what? If cavemen could have made bread, they probably would have. 
So that was my reasoning for it. I'm like, it's legit. <laughs> if, yeah. If well, and then I started like, I mean, I'm, I don't know if we should talk about this kind of stuff, but I mean, people we, people love to hear about diets. Okay, so we can it's, it's one of yeah, it, it's definitely well, everybody. Well, I'm gonna make thing. fun of it a little bit, so that's that's a given. <laughs> but uh, I was on the Primal site, uh, Mark's Daily Apple, like looking at stuff, you know. Yeah. And I was like on the forums, which is a terrible idea in the first place. Because there's always some person that's like eating nothing but raw chicken and beef and raw eggs, like cooking nothing. Yeah. And I forget what I was looking up. I was looking something up and this lady just like lambasted everything. That's a big word. Lambasted. I don't know that I've, yeah, I don't know that I've ever heard that yeah. in, in conversation. That's okay, it. sorry. Go yeah. on. Nice word. Yeah, I'll put that in the show notes for a dictionary. <laughs> but uh, everything, like no matter what they did, people did... Like somebody's like, oh, I'm drinking almond milk. Why do you, how are you drinking that crap? Like was there, was there words, how are you drinking that crap? And I'm like, it's almond milk. Even to me, I'm like, it's a pretty normal thing, almond milk. Then her other, her, her post goes on to going, I make my own almond milk in my Vitamix. Like, <laughs> sorry, some people can't make their almond milk in a Vitamix. I was shocked when I saw how much a Vitamix was. Dude. I was, they, are, they are costly. I was super set on buying one. Like, I really wanted one. My girlfriend talked me down, saying, we don't, <laughs> you don't need that blender. That's that much money. But yeah. you can make your own butters. You can make your own butters. Peanut yeah, butter, I've, almond butter. You can make your own ice creams. I have tried making almond butter in a uh, in a Ninja. Didn't work. Yeah. It gets kind of there, but it, it is mostly an almond flour. It is like, it gets a little bit of, a little smooth, but if you touch it the wrong way, it just falls apart and turns all crumbly. Like my relationships, my twenties. <laughs> yes. 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 <laughs> yes, Justin. <laughs> yeah. I'm, I'm always tempted because I love, I love a smoothie. Ooh, Dude. I read, and I did read somewhere too that you should not drink smoothies that they're bad for you. I don't I don't know why the reasoning didn't make sense. But <laughs> I love me a smoothie. Yeah. I can really go for some Jamba juice sometimes. John, yeah, it, well yeah. That is like my I I'm glad I don't have any near here because I would spend way too much money there. But like when I'm any any place that I ever end up on vacation, there's always a Jamba juice close. And that becomes like a daily stop because it's vacation. You don't mind spending six bucks for a, for a drink. Well, then you was like, you go to the generic, like you go to the smoothie King and you realize it's not as good as a Jamba juice. Yeah. Well, have you ever been to one of those places that have like the pre-made Jamba juice? No, No. we went, it was like in Kennywood, like the amusement park in Pittsburgh. And they had like, Jamba juice. They had advertised it as Jamba juice, but it was like just pretty much two fountains. You had the choice of two flavors. <laughs> I'm like, this. That's not Jamba juice. I mean, it, it's probably the same thing because, you know, who knows where they're actually getting their stuff from Jamba juice? But they have they have the wheatgrass up on the shelf in the back. So, so it's feel, legit. You feel yeah, you feel like it's you know good. But we got to keep the smoothies alive so we can, you know, crop rotation can take off. <laughs> we need to get that. Uh, we need to LLC that. <laughs> someone, someone, we got to save that domain from domain squatters. Crop rotation. <laughs> um, I'm into it. I'm really into crop rotations. Yeah. I like that. <laughs> All right. Well, I think this is a good one. It felt. It felt good. It felt good. It felt good. I'm, I'm feeling a little tired. So I want to. I want to keep it. I want to get it. Get knock it off on a high note. Yeah. Well, we've got. We've got over over an hour. I think that's good. Yeah. Feels good. Feels great. Okay, Justin. Matt. Well, uh. I did a good job of not. I I really toned the swearing down for the second half of the show. Yeah, I feel. I feel like you did that halftime break. I, I think <laughs> we should regroup. had to regroup. I think uh, we're onto something that I think I'm going to come down and help you coach one, one or two baseball practices. Oh yeah. Is there any standards against that? Like, can you bring in assistance? Um. W- well, I was told to have practice in a parking lot, 
and that I don't have to call ahead and make any uh, reservations. So I, I'm pretty sure there's no rules. Wait, are you, you serious? Just, yeah. They, I was <laughs> going to a I called, going to a Walmart parking lot just shagging balls. <laughs> I called I called like the I guess the head of the league and I was like, okay, before I agree to this, the commission did he make do you make you refer to him as the commissioner? <laughs> the commish. The commission. I said, I said, look here, commish. Before I'm going to agree to any of this, I need you to I need you to tell me what I'm agreeing to. And so he said, you know, it's just one practice a week. Um, okay, where where do I hold these practices? Do I need to procure a field? Do I need, you know, what do I need to do? He's like, well, where do you live? Like, yeah, you know, I live on this side of town. He's like, okay, well, there's these two parking lots. You can you can hold practice there. Like, do I need to call anybody and make like make plans? Do I need to worry about other teams? He's like, no, we all just do it there all the time. Just show up. Tell everyone to show up. You'll you'll be fine. That just seems not like a good idea to me. Yeah, so basically, I could just have anybody, uh, you know. What I would go to a, show up and help me coach. I would go to a field, just to be on the safe side. I feel like having kids diving around for for baseballs on cement isn't a good idea. <laughs> well, it like again, they're four and five year olds. Nobody's going to die. Matt. If they don't win, they're nothing. <laughs> All right, dude. It's been a pleasure. It's been a good one. Till next time. So long. Comes when? It's going to be my new bit. Is that 8-bit? 16. Ooh.